0: Hi guys, this is your host Ola and welcome to the All Things Money podcast where I'm here to discuss all things money from budgeting, saving, investing and everything else in between. With the cost of living on the rise, it's really important that we are able to manage our finances effectively in order to reduce our chances of overspending and potentially falling into debt. This is where a budget comes in handy as not only does a budget allow you to review your spending, but it also enables you to plan your finances for the future too. Because of this, I'm joined with Beth, creator of Budget Jones's Diary on Instagram to discuss how you can manage your finances effectively. Hi Beth, how are you doing today?
1: Hi Ola, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Welcome onto the podcast. Thank you for
0: having me. Amazing. Well, thank you um, for coming on today again. <laughs> um,
1: <but laughs> for those who don't already follow you on Instagram, please introduce yourself to everyone listening. Yep, so I am Beth and founder and creator of Budget Jones Diary which is a platform for financial education and I'm super passionate about budgeting. I am an accountant in my (laughs) day-to-day job so budgeting runs through my veins (laughs) and I think it it takes a special kind of person to do budgeting in the day and then want to talk about budgeting in their spare time as well (laughs) so that is me.
0: (laughs) you're right you are right and obviously like you said you're an accountant you also have this page but what actually made you start your online platform?
1: So it was a couple of factors really and mainly it was from my own personal struggles so you know I've got a finance background I've worked in finance for like seven or eight years now and I started as an apprentice so I didn't go to uni or anything um And with accounting, if you pass an exam, generally you get a pay rise or some sort of bonus. And so as my income was increasing, my spending was increasing too. Mm -hmm. And I was actually struggling to manage my own personal finances. So it's different when it comes to business finances. And, you know, you see large transactions going through the bank, and you just become sort of like disassociated with the actual value of the money. It yeah. sort of becomes like monopoly money. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> strange concept. Yeah. But, so when it came to my finances, and you know, I seen like oh, two hundred pound ASOS, it just didn't it didn't register in my mm-hmm. mind that that was a lot of money, and you know, probably shouldn't be spending what I was spending. But yeah. that's sort of where the lifestyle creep. Yeah, lifestyle inflation. Yeah, that's it, it comes into play hugely. Mm-hmm um and so yeah I just wasn't managing my finances at all and managed to rack up debts of like almost twenty thousand pounds in quite a short space of time and yeah a couple of years ago me and my partner were talking and we wanted to start saving for a house and then Mm -hmm. there was just sort of this like this black dog in the corner like (laughs) oh what about this debt and so it became like a real issue for Mm -hmm. us um and so, yeah, I just got on top of my debts, got it cleared within about 18 months. So Insane. Insane. Yeah, I just, yeah, it, it just took that one little, one little niggle mm-hmm. for me to go, right, I'm going to tackle this once yeah. and for all, <laughs> get it gone. And yeah, that's what I did. And so that was sort of my personal issues. And then my friends, colleagues started coming to me for help because they'd seen like what I'd done what I'd achieved yeah and I just started like really quickly developing this passion to help people and yeah that's pretty much why I started my page just because I wanted to help as many people as I possibly could yeah so yeah here we are like 12 months later <laughs> still uh living the dream <laughs> I love it and I love the name too where'd the name come from Oh, so my partner, he is honestly the best. I think he's due some sort of royalty payment from me. <laughs> he can take full credit for that. Yeah, as soon as he said it, I was like, yes, yeah, that's we'll the one. Yeah, we'll take
0: that. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on today because we are going to delve right into budgeting, you yes. know, to kind of help people manage their finances effectively. And obviously, as we both know, there are so many different budgeting methods out there. But for those who don't already know, what are the different types of budgeting methods people should know about?
1: Yeah. So if you are a complete beginner, let's just put the methods aside for one second. A budget is plain and simply your income less your expenditure. Yeah. So if you don't want to get any any more fancy or technical (laughs) than that, get your income at the top, write down your expenses and then see what you've left to play with Um, and then as we delve into the method, so we've got zero-based budgeting. So this takes your income and then you deduct your expenses, any debt repayments, savings, investing, if that's what you do. And then hopefully you'll be left with nothing at the end. So every expense has its place and you've allocated it all out. Um, yeah. What I love about that method is, you sort of already spent the money in your head you you know exactly how much money you've got for each particular thing yeah and yeah it just leaves you not like questioning yourself during the month because you already know right i've got x for this particular thing yeah, yeah. and then we've also got 50 30 20 which is also a well loved uh, method so you're going to allocate towards your needs. So, this is going to be all your bills, your rent, council tax, all that sort of adulty stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 30% towards all your wants. So, yeah, this is like your coffees, your nights Mm -hmm. out, all your fun money. Yeah. And then we've got 20% left over for future, which is going to be your debt repayments, any savings, long term savings, and any investing. So again, yeah, this is one where because you've set yourself that little goal, little category goal. Yeah, it's just going to keep you on track. And yeah, so I really like that one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And a similar one to that is the buckets method. Okay. And if you think of your 50, 30, 20 as buckets, and just sort of realign that with what you actually want to spend your money on. Yeah. So it could be, I know, 30% towards wants, 10% towards giving donations or 20% towards healthcare, whatever it is that you want to set your particular buckets up like, then yeah, do that. Yeah. So it's taking all of the pros of the 50-30-20 uh, method and just, yeah, readapting it to your own personal needs. So that's a fab one. Pay yourself first. So That's a really important one. I love this one. So this is where you prioritize your goals first. So before thinking about expenditure, get your savings or your investing right at the top and sort those out first. So this is going to be fab for motivation because you're sorting yourself out first before doing all the boring adulty stuff (laughs) after. Um, And then we've also got, cash envelopes which again is sort of similar to the buckets method so you can have actual physical cash envelopes and maybe you know have 200 pound in there for groceries and the amazing thing about this one is there's just no chance that you can overspend and overindulge because mm-hmm. you know it's physical money yeah it's not just a tap oh I oh, <laughs> hope that <Yeah>. works <laughs> <laughs> honestly we, we're all guilty of that one all <laughs> do it all do it so that one's a fab one um and if you don't fancy having your know, cash on your person because I'm not personally a cash uh, person Then you could also try like a digital um, sort of cash envelopes with places like Monzo, um, and that works in exactly the same way, only it's on your bank. So that one's a fab one. Um, And then also we've got priority-based budgeting. So this is similar to the pay yourself first, but a bit more in depth. So you're going to rank all of your expenditure by how you view it as a priority. So if you view, I don't know, healthcare as a priority, mm. then that goes right at the top of the list. And as you start allocating expenditure, then the amount you've got left to play with is going to reduce. And yeah. so if you get to the bottom and you don't actually have cash for a particular expense, is it actually something that you prioritise? And is it something that you actually need to spend your money on? Yeah. It's, it's a really good technique to actually review your spending and just to align it with your goals and if not get rid (laughs) because it's not it's not up there it's not something that you actually need so yeah I personally love that one too
0: wow guys I hope you had your notebook and pen.
1: (laughs) there's lots to take in lots (laughs) to take in but the, the main thing that you need to take away is if you try one and it doesn't work then just switch it up you know yeah and go back to basics if you need it. Strip away all those different methods and just go back to income, less expenditure. And then, yeah, go from there, really. Oh, no, amazing. And you touched on really two
0: good points there. Is One is that, you know, especially with the 50-30-20 budgeting method, you can allocate for your wants so end your goals and like you said with the other budgeting methods so important to remember that you can have fun and budget I feel like loads of people think once you have a budget you have no time for fun but you actually do and I think people kind of misconstrue that conception
1: yeah no definitely if anything budgeting helps you get to where you need to be quicker and have lots of fun along the way because you know exactly how much you've got to play with that's the that's the beauty of budgeting
0: yeah no exactly and then you also touched on the cash or cashing out and your budget and that's something I did at uni so during first year I used to cash my weekly budget yeah I remember at the time it was like 50 60 pounds I honestly don't know how I lived off off that money but (laughs) yeah I used to draw that out every Monday and Monday morning and I knew that was the cash in my hands to spend all week and I feel like when you have physical cash it makes you less reluctant or more reluctant to spend Mm. money unnecessarily because you're like okay I've got Five, 10 ten pound notes. I'm not wasting that on like a library lunch. I'm going to put that on something else a little bit more important. So yeah. yeah, and now I've kind of adapted that. Like you said, you're not someone that uses cash. I'm definitely not either. So yeah. I use Monzo. Love classic Monzo. Not sponsored anything, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I use my Monzo card to hold their weekly budget now instead. And I only go out and about with my Monzo card. So that yeah. helps reduce my chances of unnecessarily spending. So yeah.
1: So... Moving on to prioritizing your budget, what you want to do is you don't want to have to look at other people and think, right, someone else is saving for a house. I must be saving for a house, right? Mm -hmm. That's top of my priority list. You know, this is going to be your budget, not anyone else's. So get your priorities right at the top of that budget. If it's, you know, prioritizing your health, and you're going to be spending more on, I don't know, dental work, then get that at the (laughs) top of your budget, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be different for everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of it. So get yourself a bit of a list, get a priority ranking on the go, and then order your budget in that way.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad you touched on priorities. because Again, I feel like so many people's priorities are skewed by social media. So like you said, some people would be like, well, they've got themselves on the property ladder, so I need to be saving for my house. But I think, again, it's like you said, it's priorities. And I feel like a lot of people... Young adults are very guilty about spending because they feel like they're spending their money on the wrong thing. But I yeah. mean, you know, I'm spending X amount on holidays this year because that's what I, my priority is. But like I want to be able to go traveling because we've been locked up in this country for nearly two years. <laughs> so that is my priority for savings this year, saving money towards holidays. So, yeah. you know, I'll maybe put in less aside towards my house deposit. And I'm more than happy to do that this year because that is my priority. I want to travel and see more of the world. Yeah. And I feel like people, Feel really guilty and it's the same like you know I know one of my friends and we spoke about this in another podcast episode she wants to spend more money on her memories you know going mm-hmm. out with friends and everything like that but she does it in a budget well I'm teaching her how to do it, <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. so it's like literally like you know I am a very social person and I will always want to go out and see my friends every weekend but again I still do that within a budget so I feel like you know and I preach this all the time on Instagram
1: you can budget and have fun oh 100% and if anything it allows you to have more fun because you know that you can afford to do so. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. (laughs) So, yeah, one thing I do find with priority based budgeting is it's probably going to be ever evolving. You know, you might change your mind every month, every quarter, half year, whatever it's going to be. And you might stop and just think, you know, is that a priority for me anymore? And if it's not, then it can fall down the list a bit. And that's the beauty of budgeting. It isn't mm-hmm. set for life, yeah. do this and then <laughs> set forever. Yeah, adapt along the way. Exactly, exactly. Brilliant. So out of all those different methods you've described, Beth, I'm keen to know what your favourite budgeting method is to use. <laughs> so if you, if you hadn't guessed already, um, <laughs> prioritising your budget is, is my favourite. And a combination of that and the zero-based budgeting as well, because I think, yeah, prioritizing your goals is going to keep you on track. Like you might start off thinking, oh, I need a budget mm. and it's it's flat. There's, there's no why there, there's no nothing. But if you attach, if you start attaching your goals to your budget, it's going to make it seem like so much more achievable. Yeah. And it's just going to keep you motivated, especially when you can, you know, start, Getting a few budgets under your belt, the months are rolling by and you're starting achieving your goals, then it's it is going to keep you going. Mm -hmm. That's that's the glue that keeps it all together. And with zero-based budgeting as well, I love knowing that everything's been accounted for. You know, I haven't got a hundred pounds just spare because I I know I probably will spend it on Mm -hmm. stuff that doesn't align with my goals. But yeah. I think both of those combined are, are probably my my favorite. I love that. I actually really love that because it's so different to me.
0: <laughs> but oh, go on. You know, the way you said, you know, it, it like, you know, making sure you set you achieve your goals. I think yes. that's really important. And I've like so many of us have goals, you know, some people want to buy a house, some people want to go on holiday, some people want to purchase their first house. Best car and so <laughs> setting priorities like that actually probably will help a lot of people so I'm really glad you touched on that yeah. but my one is very boring I just use the traditional income minus expenses yeah. and then whatever's left over is my weekly budget and I just do this I'm so simple I just do it on the notes page on my phone and yeah whenever I tell people they're like no nah, that's not that's not a bit of me so yeah I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you shared that as your favorite one because I, it, again it shows there's so many other ways of budgeting and it isn't yeah. as boring as people may assume it to be like you said it's you set a budget because it shows you what you can afford to spend yeah, on absolutely joy and love without having the stress or maybe guilt of spending which you know yeah. we never want so yeah 100%
1: love that
0: So I know there's so many people probably listening to this podcast right now and they struggle to stick to their budget. So what would be your top three tips
1: for those who struggle to budget effectively? So I know we've sort of touched on Monzo already, but one of my top tips is to ring fence your accounts. So I'm probably going to start off by saying, I think five accounts are brilliant to start off with and that is going to be two current accounts and three savings accounts
0: okay and
1: what i do is i've got the two current accounts i have one current account just purely for my bills and then i've got another account which is going to be all my variable spending so come payday i transfer however much money i've budgeted for my bills into my bills account yeah. and then that helps me know if anything else you know goes wrong in my budget it doesn't matter my bills are sorted Mm -hmm. and then what I do is I've got my variable spending account so I'd like to transfer maybe like a hundred pounds in there for all my fun money coffees nights out all that sort of stuff Um, and then yeah that's that's all dealt with as well so keeping your current account spending separate like that is just going to give you that peace of mind, knowing that your bills are paid for, yeah. knowing that you've given yourself that wiggle room to have fun is just going to help you out so much. Yeah. And then moving on to the three savings accounts. So I'd have one for short term, one for medium term and one for long term. Okay. So it's nice and simple. <laughs> So, the short term one is going to be all your sinking funds. So, a sinking fund is like a short term savings kitty for a known expense that's going to crop up maybe in like the next 12 months or so. So, one easy example is Christmas. We all know it's coming, yeah. but we all wait until like November, December, and all the presents come out of one paycheck. Mm-hmm. We all do it somehow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I would recommend writing down some of these types of expenses that you know is going to come up and then just work out how much you think you might spend, how long you've got until that expense is going to incur. And then you can start saving for that each paycheck. So I'll then transfer that out of my current account and into my short term savings account. So again, like already you're starting to think like future you yeah help future you out this is this is what budgeting's for um and then for your medium term so this can sort of be like your emergency fund I like to think of as your your medium term um and yeah if you've got any sort of like goals one year to maybe three years time that's the sort of thing that I'd put in that that kitty yeah. And then long term, we're going to be thinking house deposit, retirement. You know, or even if you've got investing, you might want to put some away for your investing. Mm-hmm. So it's just about ring fencing your your spending out, and rather than having it all lumped into one account, so you don't know if you've if you've got money for coffees, if you've got <laughs> yeah. money for I don't <laughs> know investing. Having it all separate just gives it a purpose, gives it a place and it's going to give you just peace of mind, which I just...
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is what you need. I think, again, like we said, like current economic climate at the moment has given people, made people feel really uneasy about their spending. And I think it's made people look at their habits as well with like, yeah. reviewed what they're spending unnecessarily or, you know, if they're overspending, how they can change that. So, yeah, I really like that, that method because it's so more elaborate to what I do. <laughs> yeah. But again, yeah. it can help, definitely help people in the fact that that's something I've never shared or something that. I've definitely not considered, which is again, why I brought you on today because you've shared some brilliant tips throughout (laughs) this. So yeah, but obviously before we round up today's podcast episode, there are, like I said earlier, there are so many budgeting apps out there now that you know, if some of you guys are listening right now, you're like, oh my gosh, like this is too overwhelming. I cannot use any of these methods. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Then how to start? There's so many apps out there. So Beth, I'm
1: keen to know if you
0: have any of your favourite budgeting apps that you'd recommend to anyone.
1: Yeah, so this is a funny one, really. I've tried quite a number of savings apps. Mm -hmm. So I like to think of Monzo as a bit of a savings app, even though it is a current account app. Um, And that is for its pot system. And it's honestly a game changer for me because I never even considered sinking funds up until about 12 months ago. Mm -hmm. And they've honestly changed the way I do my finances. And it it is down to Monzo. And there are a couple of places that do that sort of pot system, but I've only used Monzo, so I can only talk about Monzo. And yeah, just as I said before, having those sinking funds ready to go, even if it's just like £5 a month or £10 Mm -hmm. a month, it's going to get you there quicker. And just knowing that you're saving for it every month is (laughs) (laughs) game-changing. Another one I would recommend is Chip. They've got a really competitive interest rate at the moment and I personally love it because again, it's taking my savings out of my current account and putting it somewhere else. Mm. The whole idea of ring fencing my money has, yeah, game, game changer for me as well. If I make it really inconvenient and I've got to come out of my banking app and then go into a different app, mm-hmm. if I've got to do that, to dip into my savings, I'm probably not going to do it. Yeah. Because, you know, we're all busy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So make it inconvenient, get it in a different app altogether. And yeah, hopefully it'll stop that mid month dip.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to avoid at the end of the day. And like you said, touching on Monzo again has always been a favorite of mine. <laughs> It's not sponsored. Not sponsored, guys. Yeah, I promise you, guys. Um, Another one that is great is Starling Bank. I know loads of people use Starling Bank because they have their Spaces feature, which is very similar to Monzo Pots. And then budgeting apps that I've used in the past and recommended so many times. Emma Finance is another great one. That is your budgeting pals, like what they like to call themselves. And another great one is Snoop. And both of them, again, allow you to see all of your accounts in one place and allow you to kind of review all your spending. Again, I promise you it's not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) but just great apps I've used in the bars and always recommend so yeah guys take notes of them and I'll leave them all in the podcast description too
1: yeah definitely and it's just one of them things you know like you say you write your budget and your notes in your phone you might grab a spare envelope and jot it down on the back or you may have a really fancy pink spreadsheet like mine (laughs) (laughs) I've seen yours (laughs) it's just whatever works for you and Mm -hmm. nobody's gonna tell you right do this do that this is the right way this is gonna help you this is you know how you need to do it you just it's one of those things where trial and error really Mm. give it a go and if it doesn't work then switch it up and try something else this is it
0: (laughs) and like like I think it's really important as well to remember guys like we're all human um yeah can i say i stick to my budget every single week every single month no but i do try it the best i can and i think it's really important that you know if you struggle one month to stick to your budget readjust it is it something you've done wrong is it something you didn't calculate properly so again just reviewing that budget regularly really helps you know because i feel like i know a lot of you get deflated when you don't stick to your budget successfully so you know it's not a fail it's more like a okay i need to adjust something in that budget to make me stay on track
1: yeah honesty is going to be the best policy when it comes to budgeting you know you can't shy away from it or hide from it mm-hmm. the learning happens when you have had a bit of a hiccup and it's not gone to plan and it's that readjusting and realigning mm-hmm. and getting back on track that is yeah going to be hugely hugely beneficial <laughs> to you yeah
0: yeah, no, exactly that. Ah, oh, well, thank you so much, Beth, for joining me on the podcast today. And like I said before, with the cost of living going up, I think it's really important that, you know, people and you guys listening are able to budget effectively. So hopefully, this podcast episode has been helpful for some of you guys listening. You obviously, Beth, share some
1: fab content online. So if people would like to give you a follow, where can they go to do so? So, I mainly live on Instagram, which is Budget Jones Diary with an underscore at the end. And I've recently started dipping my toe in TikTok. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the first time I've ever used TikTok in my life. And I feel like really old, even though I'm 25. <laughs> it's yeah. like, How does this new app work? But yeah, you can find me on TikTok, Budget Jones Diary. And I've also got my website, which has got lots of resources. To help you start your journey. Uh,
0: well, guys, definitely go give her a follow. Her content is great. You put me um, to shame with your reels. And so, <laughs> if you want to have some good real content when it comes to budgeting your money and finances, definitely go give her a follow. I'll leave all the links in the podcast description. So, yeah, thank you so much, Beth. Thanks so much for having me, Ola. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the All Things Money podcast. For more All Things Money, make sure you follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast and make sure you tune back in next week.